It's here, the first Ghostbusters interdimensional cross-rip t-shirt, featuring front art by Dapper Dan Shonen. Wear your support for the podcast with pride. Proceeds from sales will go to keeping the lights on and not to putting beer in our stomachs. Men's and women's styles are available. Visit GhostbustersHQ.net slash shop to buy yours today. I like that shirt, friend. Hey there, everyone, and welcome to the crossword for the week of October 9th, 2017. We've got a really excellent show coming up for you. We've got the New York Comic Con 2017 rundown. Yes, there was a whole lot of stuff that came out of the the annual convention that happens on the East Coast. We've got Playmobil, we've got Diamond Select, we've got comic news, we've got Loot Crate news. There's a lot of news coming up here. Uh, all of that, stay tuned. Toys.net presents the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad, the biggest podcast since 1909. So free. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Are you the key master? Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart. I think these people are completely nuts. Woo! Did you see the thing that I posted about Ghostbusters 2 on the Country Music Television Network? Yeah, you were saying they uh, they they bleeped uh, hole. They ble- yeah, they bleeped hole. So here, <laughs> so okay, we the TV edit of the first movie I love. That's the Wally Wick and this man is a rodent of some sort. Uh, uh, what are some of the other ones like? What a knockabout punch of pure joy that was. Things things like that. But so so they showed that TV edit because they were doing their 80s movie marathon weekend. They right. showed Ghostbusters and then Ghostbusters 2. Ghostbusters was the, the TV edit that we're familiar with. Ghostbusters 2 was basically the movie just with a bunch of like audio dips instead of even right. not, not even like censoring things or TV editing things. They just dipped the audio. Yeah. And inexplicably, when they're at Gracie Mansion and Peter's talking about um, you know the miserable assholes, they bleeped out holes. So yeah. he's like. There are 10,000 miserable ass living in the tri-state area. And you go, what? Why did they Why did they just bleep the whole word? That's such a strange... All right. I don't know if it's somebody who's just being way too literal or if it's just some sort of bureaucratic extension of the rules, but I guarantee you it's because the word ass is fine. But when you call it assholes... Assholes is not... So then this weird logic comes into play where they go, well, ass is fine, but asshole is not, so bleep holes. So bleep holes, and I guarantee, yeah. I guarantee you there was an hour spent around the table arguing about whether or not bleeping ass, which was perfectly fine, <laughs> but leaving holes was too suggestive of assholes, whereas if you just make it ass gone, I don't know. I, I've yeah, never understood. Either way, it's <laughs> suggestive. I'd... I don't know. Let's put it this way, I don't understand censorship, anyways. Well, so. yeah, I, I don't get. I mean, uh, we had somebody on our one of our movie Facebook accounts reach out and uh, say, like, is is your movie suitable for a four year old? And first of all, I'm like, well, it's a movie about city planning in New York City in the 1950s. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure why you want your four year old to watch it. <laughs> uh, but but it was like, well. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it's 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 very adult. I mean, it's they talk about poverty and they talk about racial discrimination and things like that. So a four-year-old's not going to understand it, but also it, yeah. it can get kind of tense. And but also, I don't I don't know your kid. I don't know what your kid is sensitive to. What, why don't you watch the movie and see if it's necessary for your kid to watch in the first place? It's just sort of weird. I don't. Why why censor something? Especially in this day and age, where there's more than three networks, like what, country music television, why, why? I don't know. It's like when you're watching old reruns of, uh, like Frasier and Cheers on the Hallmark Channel, and and the things that they decide that they need to bleep out, and you're like, but this aired on NBC during NBC. prime time, in the yeah. 80s when you only had three options to watch. It's so it's arbitrary. I don't understand it. I, I do tend to prefer the British, uh, the the concept of the watershed. Yeah. So after whatever it is, eight o'clock or nine o'clock, Just let it go. All bets are off. Yeah. yeah. Their assumption is, as parents, <laughs> and and actually it seems to work really well because if an entire society knows that after whatever it is, eight or nine o'clock, 
uh, boobs will be shown and swear words will be there. Swear, yeah. They will just automatically steer children away from television. Right, right. Parental discretion is advised. That means that you as a parent right. need to execute some discretion in this, in this issue. Well, no, it, it works beautifully because you don't have to deal with it on a night-by-night or show-by-show yeah. basis. You yeah. just know that after 8 o'clock... And it's time uh, for the things kids are, to go to bed. Or, things are probably yeah. going to take a turn that you're not interested. And it seems to make more sense because it means then if it's something where your child says, but I would like to see this, that's when you have to stop yeah. and like kind of do a little research as opposed to every night where you just double check to be safe <laughs> and then every once in a while, ah, send the kids to bed. Send, just send your kids to bed, yeah. You know, or, you know what? Have a very frank discussion about... Uh, <laughs> Let's put it this way. Without us even trying, trying, our five-year-old has somewhere along the line heard a lot of words that he didn't hear from us. Uh, yeah. And he, I mean, st- he still knows that when they come up. TV, yeah. That's a bad word. I don't get to use it. It's like, exactly. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Obviously, it's bad parenting. So but Obviously, mm, it's bad parenting. Yes. Obviously. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll call you out on that. Beep, beep, beep. Uh-huh. <laughs> But it it brings up a good. Was there ever a TV edit of Ghostbusters two? I couldn't think of one with alternate uh, lines of dialogue and. I haven't checked. I have it somewhere, and I think it must be the same one. But AMC showed them or something. Yeah. And I have a copy of it somewhere. I should go back and double check. But yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think they alternated. Alternate. Uh, reads yeah well and i wonder if that's too because I, I remember there there's a long running debate i think it's on gb fans on the the message board over there but uh, there's somebody who insists that they saw the movie on one of the canadian broadcasting channels uh circa like 91 or 1990 just just after the movie had come out and they insist that there were alternate takes and alternate you know th- things that we thought were on the deleted or on the cutting room floor uh, made it into that that cut, but nobody can prove it. Nobody can find it. Nobody taped it. So um, yeah. I don't know. It seems I, I, knowing that Ghostbusters Two was by design a lot kid friendlier, and and they yeah. were they were aiming for it to be for a younger audience. It doesn't. I don't think it necessitates a TV edit, except for the miserable assholes line and yeah, a, that's, a few other things. When you stop but, and think about it, there's not a lot else to. Yeah, not. Not to worry really. about it in there. Yeah. And and even on the first movie, they left prehistoric bitch in there. So um, yeah. anyway. Thought it was interesting. Also, I found it interesting that I was watching Ghostbusters 2 on country music television when I own like 15 copies of the movie. But you know, I was <laughs> I was working and I needed something in the background and I was like, oh hey, Ghostbusters 2, great. I can have that on and I know everything by heart, so it'll be you know, it'll be a good white noise like listening to an album that you love and I, it may it may be a guy thing because the number of times I've heard guys talk about how you know I own this on DVD and but I'll run into a channel <laughs> surfing and I'll stop and watch every time and my wife will be like why you own this and you're like yeah but it's on now yeah it's right here and but the DVD it's is right so here. far it's <laughs> like ten whole steps to get up and put that thing in the. <laughs> Or, or when you're watching it on like AMC or TBS or one of those channels where when you get to like the last 20 or 30 minutes of the movie and they just start showing 10 minute commercial breaks and you're like, why am I watching these commercial breaks? Like it's in the <laughs> amount of time that I'm sitting here watching the commercial break, I could get up, put the DVD in and finish the movie and still be finished before they're done with their broadcast. But yes, well, our eh, anyway. viewing patterns are changing because I know there's been a few times where I've been sitting upstairs and. I've gone through Apple movies and gone, yeah, I'd like to watch that. I mean, I have it on Blu-ray, but well, I mean, that's downstairs. <laughs> yeah, I'll just so watch it on iTunes. Yeah. It's only 10 bucks, so sure. <laughs> and then the rationale yeah. is, and then I got a copy of, you know, yeah. I'm traveling or I'm on a plane. And then it can be on your phone or your iPad or whatever. Yeah. yeah Admittedly, anyway. that has happened though, too, where I'm like, ha ha, Shaun of the Dead on an airplane. Hooray for eight <laughs> copies. Wee. Yay. Uh, anywho, all right. Well, we I got... have I have an illness. <laughs> I can't stop buying. I can't, can't stop, stop buying, buying things. Uh, all right. Well, speaking of uh, can't stop buying things, let's talk for an hour about things that we need to buy because uh, we've got a lot of New York Comic Con roundup that's coming here. Uh, yes, 
the the big the biggest convention i would i would wager this is the biggest convention since san diego comic-con and and july happened and we've got a lot of news for it so uh let's uh let's get into it hey guys peter i have some news from the world of gozer i got some pretty cool stuff cooking up over here if you want to turn your head multiplanar curly and emanation now well here's your next month's cover of gq check out the aura on this sucker it's i'm just gonna start annoying people and putting it randomly through the podcast just like (laughs) dj horn all the time i got it and then we'll have a hype man at the big oh this is great we're just really gonna we're gonna escalate this it's gonna be like k-day here in la it's my favorite station man and and our and dancers we need a dance and we need dance we need our fly girls and it'll be yeah this, I, I got this all pictured. Circa 1992, this is the best cross rip that we could come up with. But uh, anyway, New York Comic Con. <laughs> Let's talk about New York Comic Con. Yes, it was this past weekend, the annual New York Comic Con. As I mentioned, it's huge, man. I mean, I think just in terms of the amount of people that attend the New York Comic Con, but also announcements and panels and guests. And, um, you know, as, as much as we talked about Dragon Con being super huge, that's still very much a fan it's a fan run convention for fans and it, and it still has that that sort of that's the heartbeat behind it whereas New York Comic Con is hey Marvel's got a booth and a panel and they're putting on a, a huge show for all of their TV stuff and uh, and yes uh, Ghostbusters was there in f- full force just as they were at the San Diego Comic-Con mm-hmm. which which quickly made our rundown for this week go from like oh it's kind of light we're going to talk about a few like cool fan-made things to oh my god we have two pages of things that we need to talk about that were completely <laughs> unexpected um, so I guess let's let's do our best to try to get through stuff here and then if we miss anything we can clean it up next week um but uh i don't know where where do we should we start with playmobil let's start with playmobil um this is really exciting they have (laughs) they have two toy lines now that they've announced here at new york comic-con we've got ghostbusters 2 figures and we've got real ghostbusters figures that are both coming i know Um, slow down uh, where where do we start? Which or do you speed to... up one or the other? Whoa, whoa, Slow whoa, down, whoa. speed up. Oh, nice shooting text. That's nice merging text. Movie. That's right. It's from that movie we like. Um, let's start with the Ghostbusters two stuff uh, yeah. because this again uh, rare to be getting Ghostbusters two figures. We talked about this with Diamond Select of uh, for Playmobil. I thought this is actually a very. I was ready for them to jump into real Ghostbusters. That was not entirely unexpected. I was like, oh, that's really in their wheelhouse. They're going to start hitting the like the ghosts and the fearsome flushes and the granny ghosts and things like that. But yeah, uh, the Ghostbusters 2 figures, so it's the four guys, um, and they're all uh, in their charcoal uniforms. Uh, Winston has his slime blower, and he has sans mustache. Very fine attention to detail there. Um, <laughs> and it looks like uh, they come with this... I don't know what they're exactly calling it, but uh, they come with traps. Each each figure comes with a trap, um, and it has this little I don't know like a it's like a four walled uh, clear piece of plastic that goes over top of it, and you put the trap on your cell phone or on your iPad. Um, and there's these cool I I hadn't seen it until now, but it's it looks like a four leaf clover, so it projects an image up into those those four clear walls on the trap, and it makes it look like there's a ghost inside the trap. It's like a a bit of a, a, a an illusion, a little bit of a, a magic eye kind of thing because it's it's playing with your eyes, making you think that the the reflection is something inside there that has tangible weight to it, which is is pretty cool, but. Um, certainly, I mean, everybody's doing the like augmented reality thing. Everybody's doing the, uh, you know, you, you, you take a picture of it and, and it shows up, you know, it's like Pokemon or whatever. Um, this, this is super cool. This is something totally different and it's a nice little added bonus because you're paying for this figure and you're getting a little something extra. Have you seen these 3d things, Chris? Is this, I I had not seen it until now. No, I, I kind of haven't quite wrapped my head around it initially i thought i was wondering if it was kind of like the um that old magic mirror box like uh when extreme ghostbusters had toys at kfc yeah they had a, they yeah. Had a little box there it wasn't four-sided though no it, it was, was like it, it was, was slimer up against a mirror or something in the box yeah wasn't so it? Yeah. you rotated it and it looked like he disappeared because you know one one side it was 
him half in a mirror. So the mirror made a quote unquote whole Slimer and then you rotated the box and he disappeared. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is, so, this is something else a little bit. It feels more like, yeah, a little bit of, um, gosh, I don't really know. Like it, there's, it, it's not the kind of thing that I think translates well into 2d. I think I kind of <laughs> yeah, want to well, see it in yeah, action. That's, that's the thing. So if, if you, what it what it equates to is if you go on YouTube and you search for stereoscopic 3D videos, right? And you look at it without having your your Oculus or whatever your your goggles are, it just looks like there's two images right next to each other because those are the two things that it puts the convergence on to give you that effect of 3D. Right. This this looks like if you took you know, if you took Slimer and you you mirrored him in in four different directions on on an axis so it looks it ends up looking like a an old school nintendo controller that that directional pad you know and you've got slimer in those four positions and i think that's what reflects into the trap um so yeah i've seen um i've seen a local developer here at one point was um they were trying to bring back like kind of. Do you remember the arcade hologram games? Like, oh the, yeah, yeah. There was that that time, the time travel one. There was that a time travel. A, what was that? It was Sega did it. I think it was actually yeah. just called like Time, Time Crisis. Not Time Crisis. Time Crisis, time crisis is a shooter but, game. Yeah. But yeah, ah, I, 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 I used to remember what it was. I can't yeah. remember now. But it was, it was kind of like stand here and we will use mirrors to uh, give the illusion that it's, but if you're off to the side, you really couldn't see it. These guys had what amounted to a, uh, a pyramid, like a translucent plastic pyramid. And it was catching um, the, you know, the light of the, of the screen underneath or the projector or whatever yeah, it was. Right. And that right. meant you could stand, all around it, 360, and 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 see it as uh, like a, it was like. Yeah, it, I mean, it's, companies were just looking for ways to you know bring the hologram back, sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. It worked really well. It was really impressive. So I'm wondering if this is kind of like the tiny, you know, toy version, <laughs> the tiny well, version I, of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't know what the. I don't quite understand what the principle is. So it's quite possible that if it's just putting plastic in a you know, in configuring it a certain way, it might not be that hard to do the low, the low, the cheapo version. The cheapo of, version I, of it, yeah. I, that's, 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 that sounds bad. Playmobil, <laughs> cheapo. Uh, what I mean, so how do I put this? The, you know, it doesn't have to be like hundreds or thousands of dollars worth of high-end yeah. electronics. Yeah. It could just be a, a cute little, it could be the, you know, the optical illusion version that, that, that they can afford to offer right. as part of a toy, yeah. right? For well, 20 and, and bucks or 30 bucks. In, in our discussion with Playmobil on the show, uh, when we had them on about the time that, that that trailer came out, they said that they wanted to keep the cost on all of the toys down. Like they, they didn't want the firehouse to be this $200 thing that kids could not afford. So it makes sense that they're kind of keeping it. You know, it's, yeah. it's kind of simple, but I don't, we'll have to get our hands on it and, and do a little hands-on. But um, Yeah, Playmobil, please. Yeah, send us stuff, Playmobil. Please. They didn't last time. It was sad. But um, <laughs> let's talk about the real Ghostbusters stuff because that's also very exciting. Um, so these, again, it's the four main characters. I'm sure that they can expand out if they so wish. Uh, I would imagine that the real Ghostbusters license expands to whatever they want it to, but... Um, so you get the four, uh, main ghostbusters, uh, in their style jumpsuits, uh, their packs are blue, uh, with the yellow cables. Everything is very Kenner. I love it. It's like the, the packs are blue. It looks like Ray's goggles are blue. Um, the traps that they come with are blue. Um, but then they come with these little, like, I don't know. They're like the Kenny Kenner, uh, mini rigs, uh, from, you know, like on star Wars, uh, how they came out with those, like these, these aren't something that were in the cartoons or anything, but, uh, like these little vehicles that each character can ride on, uh, you know, like RoboCop came with like the street sweeper thing. You're like, what? RoboCop never was on a street sweeper. That's weird. Whatever. Um, (laughs) but, but these are really cool. Um, let's see. I've got uh, I got the rundown here. So uh, I think my favorite out of the group is uh, Ray, who comes with like this Akira looking motorcycle. Uh, it's like a futuristic motorcycle. Everything is Ghostbusters themed. It looks like they have like proton blasters on them and stuff. Uh, Winston yeah. comes on like a floating jet ski, uh, which I would imagine probably actually floats because again, it's all about 
play value for Playmobil, so of course it's got to float. Like, that's a bathtub toy. It looks like a bathtub toy. Come on, it's yeah. going to be awesome. Uh, Peter comes with, like, a cool, like, sleek-looking helicopter, uh, and then Egon's got... Because he's Egon, uh, he's got this like badass truck thing that looks like it captures ghosts in the back. It kind of reminds me of the, what was the the one Kenner toy that had like the the bars in the back that you could put the ghost in. It had like the little jail cell. And, and speaking of street sweepers, it had like the like street sweeper things on the front. Was that the Ecto Five Thousand? I forget their nomenclature I, on all of those toys. I admit, admitted before, I am not a have. I'm not uh, a no. big RGB collector. So, um, well, uh, my my Michael Tanaka sense will tingle, and he'll correct me <laughs> on this. But, but yeah, so it kind of reminds me of that. Like it's one of those where it's it's like a, a seek and capture uh, a ghost thing. Um, but again, these these again are are aimed towards us, the the collectors who understand that we have a nostalgia for real Ghostbusters. But it's also like kids for the same reason that I picked up the Ecto one, uh, for my daughter, like kids, kids are going to be able to grab this and play with it. And they don't care if it's real ghostbusters or what it's the ghostbusters. It's like, you know, back in 86, we didn't care if it was real ghostbusters of the movie ghostbusters. It was just the ghostbusters. So, um, I think that's what they're going for here. Um, but anyway, so, uh, no, no other information besides what we've seen at New York comic con release dates, prices, uh, it's it's all kind of it's coming in the pretty scattershot. We're we're lucky that I think we could be talking about it right now because it quite literally just happened. Uh, so mm-hmm. more more on all of the details when we have them. But it's it's very exciting. I'm glad to see Playmobil continuing uh, to to crank out some cool toys, and it seems like they're really dedicated to to Ghostbusters, which is is good news. Yeah, yeah. I uh, well, Lord. Uh, uh, what's that i'm Timmy just a cave the well. man <laughs> <laughs> watch out for snakes um yeah i i can't imagine where they could go from here i mean i guess they've kind of opened it up to sky's the limit especially as you say with the rgb one if it's um you know they can tap into that uh, crazier yeah, uh, ghosts and monsters and all that, but it does feel a lot like they're committing themselves to hanging around until the big 2019 anniversary. So that's that is encouraging. That's encouraging. Yeah, they're going to keep keep the lights on until the anniversary, basically. But um, and and my hope too is that if they bring out these these little like the Ghostbusters two line, the real Ghostbusters line. Maybe it sells more of the firehouses. Maybe they make more of the firehouses. You know, because I know people have had a tough time finding the ectos and the firehouses and, um, and, and so maybe it sort of encourages those sales too, and, and keeps Playmobil interested in, in doing those sets and vehicles and things like that. So, um, so yeah, so more, more on Playmobil when we have more details, but I, I thought that was kind of the biggest news that came out of New York comic con. Um, let's talk loot crate. Loot crate had loot, a whole loot, lot of loot. good, good news. We talked about them last week because they've got the loot wear, um, which, uh, so there's two things that are happening. There's the Lootware, which is the windbreaker that we talked about last week. There is also the Loot Crate DX box that's uh, coming out this month in October that's got some Ghostbusters theme stuff and some Stranger Things and I think some Marvel stuff in it. But mm-hmm. uh, but at New York Comic Con, they had this awesome... It's like, again, somebody opened up my brain and just tapped into some sort of crossed wire and was like, what would Troy buy? Oh, he would totally buy the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man doing the crane kick from Karate Kid. Yes, we know that. That's that's how we can get more money out of Troy. Let's do that. <laughs> it seems so far out of left field, but uh, I, I like it. I really, really like it. It's very limited. There's only 2,500 units that they made for New York Comic Con, and it's it looks like it's probably like Funko Pop size would be my guess um but it's like stay puffed uh doing the crane kick he's like daniel larusso he's he's in that pose and then it looks like he's on a base that uh is the city like he's standing on top of the city doing the crane kick so uh very cool um it's a new york comic-con exclusive but I would imagine, given the response that this thing has had, it's probably going to pop up somewhere else. I don't. Maybe that. Maybe it's actually in the loot crate. That would be cool if it's in the DX loot crate. But yeah, it could be. 
Um, so, uh, so check that out. If you have the means, if you were not one of the 2,500 lucky people, I'm sure they'll pop up somewhere somehow. Um, the other thing that I'm really bummed, I have severe fear of missing out on, uh, they were doing t-shirts. If you bought loot crate stuff with a MasterCard, some sort of cross promotional thing with the two of them. But, um, Jay Salvador, are you familiar with him, Chris? He, he does all those like sad emo uh, like you've, you've seen, it's like Iron Man, but he's like really sad and he's standing in a puddle and, or like, I think he, he no. did one. It's like Thor and he's like holding roses and they're like wilted and he, all, like all of these characters that look really, really sad. Okay. It's uh, it's a very, I mean, it, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of another one that you may have seen it, it. They're, they're very, uh, they're very meme worthy, you know, uh, anytime something bad happens, I feel like I see this art going around, but so anyway, so they were doing uh, T-shirts with his art of all four of the Ghostbusters, and if you paid with a Mastercard, you got a free T-shirt uh, with uh, one of the four Busters, and then the words underneath that said "He slimed me." So it's like Peter looking really, really sad with a bunch of slime all over him uh, with "He slimed me" on it. So I, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I am looking at his stuff now. Um, I, I'm sure you've seen him. There might be one in here that I've seen before. It doesn't matter, though. They're actually really great. I mean, yeah. I mean, he was one of those where I, like, Jay Salvador, I didn't really, I didn't recognize his name right off the bat, but as soon as I did a quick Google search, I was like, oh, oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, <laughs> of course, he did, like, Sad Hulk and a couple of, of those. But, um, so, yeah, so those T-shirts, uh, for the lucky few that got those, again, I'm hoping Loot Crate puts those somewhere so that those of us that were not at New York Comic Con can get our hands on at least one of them. But, uh, sigh, alas, we cannot. Um, I opted to just buy myself uh, the Pumpkin Hill t-shirt this year. So. Oh, yeah, okay. Or uh, Dapper Dan's, his other t-shirt. We'll, we'll talk about Dapper Dan's t-shirt in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think so. Um, so, okay, the last, last uh, Loot Crate news, uh, they teamed up with Nerdist to do the opening... Uh, to Muppet Babies, but as Ghostbusters. Did you see this, Chris? I did see that. Yes. It I, when I saw <laughs> when I saw Ghost Core post it, I was like, "What Muppet Babies Ghostbusters? Well, oh, that's kind of weird." Uh, and then I watched it, and I'm um, sold. I I, w- I would watch that in a, in heartbeat. a heartbeat. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's um and, and I mean and talking with other of our listeners out there like John Yurkeba he texted me immediately he's like I want to watch this show um <laughs> it would make such a great series I didn't think that it would be something that I want and now all of a sudden I want uh Buster Babies I think is what they called it This is a the danger of clever marketing is you have to be very careful or at least have it in your back pocket that there's a follow up to right. capitalize on it because all they've done is make an entire fandom go, well, yes, you have more, right? <laughs> yeah, where's the no, episode? No. This was just our way to, you know, go viral and sell our loot crate. Yes, excellent. We'll be getting those too. But you have more of Buster Babies, right? Yes, but where, where are the Buster Babies episodes? <laughs> so. I wonder, uh, I mean, it, it would be nice, and I, uh, this is just me hoping and wishing and praying that this is what they're trying to do, but like. Maybe this is kind of like when that guy did the, um, uh, it was, it was the Buffy, the vampire slayer opening, but he did like an animated version of it. And I think he was, I think he was just doing it as a fan to do an animated version. And then everybody was like, Oh my God, Buffy, the vampire animated series, let's make this happen. And then all of a sudden yeah. a Buffy, the vampire animated series was in development. So maybe somebody out there sees this and goes, Oh, that's actually a, a pretty great idea. It's something that we could do. And there we go. <laughs> At the very least, they better have like the T-shirt ready to go or something like that. <laughs> yes, exactly. What? Maybe that's in the loot crate. Maybe that's the T-shirt. May the there we go. Um, and then it would make a whole lot more sense. But yeah, it's it. It feels a lot to me like when Playmobil did their uh, trailer, and then when we had them on, we were like, okay, where's the short films? They're coming, right? And they were like, oh, oh no. I mean that that was it. That we worked really hard on that. We're like, no, you you need to do more. <laughs> like we need to see more of this. <laughs> yes, exactly. So hopefully, hopefully uh, our pleas will be heard. But uh, but yeah, well, why don't we play the? Th- it's very short. Why don't we play the theme here on the air? Uh, it's it's something you have to see for yourself. But the lyrics are actually kind of clever too. So um, we'll we'll play the whole theme on the air. Here we go. Buster, baby, 
you wish that they weren't there Just call us up, we'll bust the ghosts And I'll get slime everywhere It's such a low-hanging fruit. It's such a. It's yeah. Why? How come this didn't happen earlier? I, I'm <laughs> kicking myself for not thinking about this. <sighs> and it's so babies. left field too. Like there's nothing Muppet or cartoon about. No, no. I mean, as you say, though, unless it's actually hinting to what's in the crate, but. Uh. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, it has to be inspired by somewhere. I just don't see somebody in a, a Nerdist board meeting or a Loot Crate board meeting going like, well, I guess we could mash up Muppet Babies and Ghostbusters, and everybody turns in the room and they're like, what? Where did that just come from? <laughs> Came from right. the wheel of mashup. No more drugs for you, man. <laughs> Ghost Rider. Uh, Ghostbusters and Ghost Rider. Perfect. Do it. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Something like that. <laughs> I don't do very many impressions, but I do an excellent <laughs> carnival wheel. Oh, I'm sorry. Bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> we're just, we're morning zooing without the soundboard. It's just you and I trying to Michael Winslow our way through it. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Let me just call you on my phone. Like, (laughs) 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 Michael Winslow jokes. All right, let's talk IDW. Now I'm gonna go go to traffic first on the traffic (laughs) copter. No, okay, we gotta stop. Move on quick. We gotta stop. Our our listeners all just fell off. They're like unsubscribe (laughs) and click. Uh, somebody wrote us in to say you guys you sound like your longtime friends i was like i think we're delirious most of the time i, I, I mean we, we are, are friends but let's well, this be is fair. true this is true but we're also just loopy because we always record <laughs> so late at night but. all right idw let's uh let's talk about idw at new york comic con they showed off the playmates uh, ninja turtles figures uh, obviously they're hyping up that big crossover that's uh, set to start here pretty soon yeah um they were also selling an exclusive copy of ghostbusters 101 number one which looked really cool. Um, but also it seems like they were really promoting and, and I, there's been a lot of confusion and even in the rundown, I'm like, I don't know what day this comes out, but the first issue of ghostbusters answer the call we knew was coming for Halloween. And then when I went to the IDW website, it said November. And then when I went to the GB wiki, which I know that those guys are so diligent with their release dates, it just said October. Um, so I, I I couldn't quite and Tom Waltz is is posting all of these great um, the thumbnail images and and teaser images, but he keeps saying yeah. it's right around the corner. I'm like, guys, just tell me what what day, what Wednesday am I in a comic book shop to pick this up? Um, and I saw that Kelly Thompson on her Twitter because uh, you know Kelly Thompson and Corin Howell, who are the creative team behind the new book, um, they're they're really excited about it. They're already finished. It sounds like because uh, Kelly made a comment like two weeks ago that she's never had to write a solicit for an issue uh, five when issue one has still not come out. But um, so she said that it's coming out on October 25th, which makes sense right, right before the Halloween uh, holiday. So, yeah, it makes sense. I, I mean, the only thing I could think is that perhaps even they're slightly unsure just because it is around, you know, Halloween. No, that makes no sense because American Thanksgiving know. is in November. Like, yeah, uh, I, I know in the I know in the past holidays have they throw comic distribution into turmoil, but in recent years they kind of I know they made talking to local comic shop guys they made some different changes about how stuff arrives to try to offset that and right you know what forget I even posited the theory because I've I've now just. Well, I mean, it's it's not completely unfounded because 101 had a lot of weird release date shifts, and yeah. we we looked at a lot of people, even IDW, and they would just kind of shrug and be like, "I don't know, it's Diamond. We have no control over it, so maybe that's what's happening." But ooh, maybe we're watching Diamond uh, suffer some sort of oh, maybe internal quirk. I mean, mm. I know that comic book shops are are really hurting, and they're trying to figure out a way to uh, fix fix the distribution chain, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's tough. And maybe IDW knowing that they've got, you know, the the cross rip hardcover comes out. Yes, the cross rip hardcover comes yeah. out uh here at Halloween too. So maybe they didn't want to 
you can't compete with yourself. Here's the Ghostbusters hardcover. Here's the Ghostbusters Ninja Turtles crossover. Here's Answer the Call. So maybe they were still trying to sort of play a little bit of a shell game and figure out how to get these yeah. staggered or something. And I don't know. But that's some pretty heavy saturation. But at the same time, it's you know it's Halloween. Yeah, it's it's Halloween, and I, I mean I'm I'm not complaining. I, I like the set. I want all of these things. I want the hardcover. I want the Ninja Turtles crossover. I want the answer to the call book. So that's right. Halloween uh, it's is okay. like Ghostbusters Christmas. It really is. This is our holiday. Uh, all of these things, plus you know the the Ecto book, which we're going to talk about in a second. That's coming out. And uh, the what now? I'll, the the you know the Ecto uh, owners workshop manual book. We'll, I haven't, we'll I haven't heard anything. Do we? Do, should we have the the guy on who uh, maybe we wrote should? It? Do you want to do want to interview him next week? Do you feel like that's <sighs> appropriate? Yeah. All right. I don't know. He's really busy. I'll have to talk to his aunt, his agent, call, his manager. Yeah. I'll and I'll spend the week you know trying to screw up giving him crap. So. <laughs> You get you get him there. I'll right, see if uh, I can okay. I, if I can care. We'll, we'll make that happen. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's keep talking about insight while we're here. Um, so yeah. they were selling off limited edition. Well, they weren't oh. selling these limited edition posters. <clears throat> they were if you pre-ordered the owner's workshop manual, and if you were one of the first forty people, you got one of these posters that was signed by Ivan Reitman, which are awesome. It's uh, way better than the book bag they had last time like <laughs> i know it's and and limited to well i don't think they only had 40 of them i think only 40 were signed by ivan and i think they had oh, i think they I had they the posters more. that they could be giving out but um, otherwise i got a bone to pick with you because you touched one and you didn't steal I it did. come on i touched i saw it up close i went to ghost corn i got to see it uh <sighs> and it's it's pretty it's it's so great to see because these so um you know what? I don't want Ivan Reitman to sign mine. If there's more, I want you to sign one. Aw, thanks, buddy. Yeah, I can I do that. Welcome. That okay. can happen. I'll Yay. sign anybody's. I, it, it may diminish the value of, of your poster, but I'll sign them. I'll do it. Not, but, n- never in my heart. Aw, thanks, man. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, it was cool. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, anywho, yeah, anywho. It, was, it was cool seeing, uh, it, because I, I still haven't seen the, the printed book. Uh, maybe this is revealing too much behind the process, but um, I've only seen a PDF of the final book, so I've I've never I haven't seen the actual hardcover or a galley copy. So having this thing printed out and looking at Ian Moore's awesome artwork, uh, nice and big, and you can see all the detail and everything that he did, and yeah, that that poster's cool. So uh, congratulations to the forty lucky folks, uh, and and thank you for pre-ordering the book. Those forty people. Yeah. Um, and hopefully everybody else got one. I saw Zack Ryder got one. I don't think he pre-ordered the book, but that's okay. Cause he's Zack Ryder, you know, <laughs> Zack Ryder. Thanks. Zach. Yeah. And he's actually, he's got a thing for the, uh, the wall art. I mean, I know yeah, he picks up toy yeah. items and all that, but he's kind of selective about those, but the 1988 gallery and all that, he was just, yeah, he loves those prints and he and, loves prints. And it was super this, cool this to makes see him. Sense. Yeah. Uh, now, I, again, maybe revealing too much, but I think it speaks worlds that Zack Ryder has a copy of the book, but the author of the book still doesn't have a copy. Who's so, that? <laughs> Can we get him on the show? We, uh, I don't know. I, I just, I texted his agent and they're... Do you know a guy? Kind of a prick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, so yeah, the book, the book is right around the corner. Just two weeks, guys. Uh, we'll have, we'll have the author on the show on every one of our shows. Um, (laughs) such a weird thing. I'm sick of that guy. Yeah. Sick of that. I I will say that I was on the, uh, how stuff works podcast with those guys. And I, I don't know when that episode comes out, but it's coming probably around Halloween. I think he said, and that's, that's a cool chat to be talking to somebody who has a very scientific mind. Yeah. And he's like, I thought it was really interesting that you and I'm like, oh, yeah, I did do that. I was just doing research and putting it in the book and <laughs> I played along very well. <laughs> but uh, so that that's coming out, too. That's that's very that's very science and theoretical science based. So, um, so Troy, how does this work? Well, uh, you know, full disclosure, it's imaginary <laughs> and it doesn't. That's, that's basically. It. Yeah, that's how the, Let's get to the it. conversation. But, uh, it's basically uh, a large Hadron Collider completely miniaturized using uh, stuff that I found in an old physics book. And um, yeah, anyway. <laughs> Half the episode is Troy going, I'm going to plead narrative license. Thank you. 
No, he was I, he was very complimentary. He was like, uh, you know, I never thought about why they called it a proton pack. And if ghosts are decaying negative electrons, it makes a lot of sense that you're ex- accelerating the rate at, at which they decay. And that's why they get tired. And I was like, yes, there thank you. you. There you go. Um, but then I also said, but that's also why we had tonal problems, because that's not funny, is it? <laughs> I'm trying to find <laughs> ways to make it funny. Anyway, so that that uh, that interview is coming out soon, but we'll 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 talk next week about the book. Uh, sure, and uh, we can get more in depth there. Um, let's see what else. There's a lot on New York Comic Con. Oh, Madame Tussauds, they had a party at the Ghostbusters Experience. Uh, well, of course. I, I mean, of course, and that's the best place. That's like prime uh, party real estate there. Like if you can be in that environment that they've set up. They've got like yeah. kind of the subway set. They've got the, um, it's like the Mercado set, uh, lots, lots of open space said there was an open bar. Very jealous of that. I'm actually mostly I'm jealous because I bet they had the Ghostbusters, uh, dimension just set up and people could probably just walk in and out of it as many times as they wanted. And I would have done that so many times. <laughs> open How bar themed party. Great. But yeah. Is the convention was it at the Javits Center? Uh, I think it is at Javits, yeah. And then, but I, I have no sense of where the Javits is compared to Madame Tussauds, which is near uh, Times Square. It's, isn't it? it's by Times Square, yeah, kind okay. of up off the right there where you always see the ball drop on on New Year's. I mean, it's New York City. It's like a it's probably three stops on the subway. It's probably not right. even like a fifty cent fare at this point. So right, so it's a and you know and what uh, an easy fall walk then. Is yeah, what yeah, and, <laughs> okay. and again, it's New York. You can walk whatever. I walked from the meatpacking district down to the firehouse in Tribeca, and everybody's like, "You did that, dude? It gets kind of scary down there." It's like, that's fine. It was totally fine. In a New York minute. Ooh, somebody chastised me at work for it today that, that people say random things and it sets off music in my head. And you just uh, start singing. Yeah. I mean, I guess I can control that part, but I can't control the bit where people say things and I, my brain, I have a Google engine for a very spotty collection <laughs> of music is what I have. You're, you're the Shazam for, uh, for, for rare deep cuts. Yeah. <laughs> yes. A, shiz- a Shazam of rare deep cuts. If you're okay with most of the time, the, it going, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Wait, mum- I know that one. In that? a yeah. New York minute. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, here's, here's, if, if anybody's up for a challenge, uh, first go through all the episodes and put together all the drinks so that we can do our cocktail book. Um, but also if you want to put together a playlist of all of the stuff that Chris has randomly sung throughout all of the episodes, (laughs) we, we were putting up uh, dry erase boards today at the office and, and the guys had it all leveled and, and okay, I'm all right, set, hold it. And I'll, I'll put the screws in place. And one of the guys, okay. Uh, push it and i'm like ah push it and they're like stop it i'm like what and they're like you were singing salt and pepper and i'm like boy you really got me going you got me so i don't know what i'm doing that's what anyways we're just gonna do edit for the rest of the podcast guys uh yeah so so if you want to do a playlist i know john yarkeva giving him a shout out again he did a great halloween uh playlist on on facebook and instagram and twitter but if you want to do a chris stewart uh playlist by all means go ahead chris stewart deserves a spotify playlist you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying Uh, hey, let's give a good shout out to the New York City Ghostbusters. Uh, because we're in a New York state of mind. Nope. I'm uh, not biting. Nope. All right, fine. I tried. Um, anyway. <laughs> they, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. My brain's like, I you're not. Know. You're not in Billy Joel mode. It's okay. Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> I, knew, I knew it was Billy Joel. I just didn't. I was like, I'm not sure um, I remember how that goes. Um, New York state of mind. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, the New York City guys. Uh, they were super busy over the weekend. I think as the Southland and SoCal Ghostbusters uh, during the San Diego Comic-Con are the New York City guys. They were just as busy. They held a panel uh, for families, which I thought was really sweet. They did a yeah. uh, like a tutorial on how to build slime. I had no idea that slime was like the the 
the pog, the, uh, the, the fidget spinner, like whatever, this is like the new thing. Is that happening? Is Thomas like obsessed with slime? Is this a Canadian thing? Is it translating up there? <laughs> it's, it's, uh, no, it's, it's a YouTube era thing. Oh, okay. Um, it's like a tutorial, as- a YouTube t- tutorial kind of thing. It's taken off because, I mean, I remember going back all the way to, um, oh boy, almost to the beginning of proton charging, people would be like, here's how to make slime. And it wasn't great. Like, you know, it was the hard stuff, borax, et cetera. Yeah. And I've noticed yeah. recently because the internet is filled with wacky kitchen chemists and stuff like that, you can make slime and stuff like that. If you can get your hands on white Elmer's glue and some, you know, vinegar or whatever. Right. I saw yeah. one, somebody made it and it's. It's not so much, uh, you know, not shampoo consistency slime. Rather, it was like flomy almost. If that makes Ooh, any sense, it yeah. was more puffy. It was like it was like it was like taffy oh, slime. Is almost what it turned out to be. And that's li- and yeah, and there are ones that are almost literally like flomer. It. So I think that's kind of what it is. Um, that stuff is always fun at Halloween let alone yeah. all year round at conventions and all that. And it's just getting easier and easier to find, you know, tutorials on how to make it. How to as do as it. evidenced yeah. by the fact that, uh, gosh, I think, um, do you remember a couple of years back that we read about that group that would do the science presentations to kids? Yes. Yeah. They, that was one of the things on their list was here, let's make some slime. It, Cause it's not hard. There's no real caustic or, toxic chemicals involved it just takes some stirring mess it mess is part of it anyway well, so yeah exactly so it's easy just get kids in there and they can whip up some slime it's you know science it's science uh nickelodeon is really missing out on not like putting gack back on the shelves like i feel yeah. like this is your time guys if you're gonna do a gack revival <laughs> it's it's about that time well i uh for little guy's birthday there i ended up at the local Dollarama and they had these uh, dinosaur eggs that you cracked open and it was filled with slime. It was amazing. It had a real, uh, like a tiny cheapo rubbery dinosaur inside. Nice. It was supposed to be a dinosaur egg. Get it? But uh, for the for the dollar we spent on it, it was great just to get, it was very much the classic, you know, uh, ectoplasm yeah. or, the, or turtle TMNT ooze that Kenner used to to have in those tubs it's that was the classic you know semi-translucent totally ruined uh, everything like, oh, every, yeah, like the tops of everybody's firehouses are all like corroded because <laughs> exactly <laughs> whatever yeah, so, the residue uh, was that was left yeah so some some factory in uh and i don't know where is still pumping out that stuff but yeah it's nice. a moot point because now if you can you know get to the grocery store you can yeah. make yourself some real really sick sli- and i mean that both in the good and the bad way some really slick sick slime so yeah, or if you were at the uh, presentation that the New York City guys did, uh, you probably know what what their recipe is now too. So that's right. So um, share it. Come on, share it, guys. Yeah, do do an online tutorial. Uh, share share your uh, yeah. Share Actually, your secret sauce. You got you got time. When this comes out, when you but you've got time before Halloween. Put yeah. it up. Put it up. Got before a couple Halloween. weeks. Totally. There's the challenge. Six, we're laying get, it down. I dare you to say that six times fast. No, S- not on six, the air. Six slime, six slime, six, 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 six slime, 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 six slime, 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 slime. Nope. Mm-mm. <sighs> K Earth 101, K Earth 101. Uh, all right. Uh, hot topic, selling some Ghostbusters sneakers, these high top sneakers. Uh, yeah. More more affordable sneakers than the Nas uh, collaboration. Yeah. Or I was like, oh, I want those in... Some of those uh, custom painted ones too yeah, can be yeah. the art. The art sneakers can be quite pricey as well. Yeah, so these are just just the no ghost logo, um, and and again part of their Halloween stuff. So you can pick those up now. They also have the uh, Johnny Lightning Ecto One A that we talked about uh, a couple episodes ago. Um, also, thanks to a listener who wrote in, we now know that the Spirit Halloween Proton Packs are being sold at Spencer's Gifts, at least on yeah. their online stores. So. Um, one of our kind readers who is actually an employee of uh, Spencer's Gifts wrote to us and said, hey, uh, I know that you guys, uh, you're, you're Ghostbusters guys, right? And oh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Uh, and uh, and mentioned that I, I was unaware that Spencer's owns the Spirit Halloween chain. 
And uh, it seems like after the Halloween stores close down for the season, there's a good chance that those packs may still be on sale at Spencer's Gifts, which is very exciting news. Uh, So for all of us out there that are not able to get our hands on them before Halloween, or if you want to pick up a a couple extra for your your franchise, if you want to carry them around when you go to children's hospitals so you can give them to the kids and let them put them on and and be a part of the team, uh, that kind of thing. We will have access to them uh, after Halloween, so that's that's cool news. I'm I'm really excited about that. Uh, oh, one more Halloween thing, Chris. Um, do you remember last week when we mentioned? Well, two. Well, actually, we're we're fortune tellers here. We we foretold the future <laughs> on two things here. So so first first and foremost, on the David Crane episode, I mentioned to him with the retro throwback emulators that they've been putting out, like the Nintendo Classic and the, the SNES Classic. I thought it would be funny if he created uh, a Commodore 64 and, and put some of his classic games on there. And he was like, I don't know, we'll see. Uh, again, two days after we recorded that interview, here comes the C64 Mini on the way, and it's an emulator with 50 games installed on it. And I'm sure that... You can probably load some more on there if you have the means and the know-how. So yeah, yeah. Uh, here comes the Ghostbusters uh, Commodore 64 game. But the one that was really, really, really spooky, and I don't mean that as a play on words, no pun intended. Uh, Chris, you and I, at the very beginning of last week's episode, when you were when you were doing your Robert Goulet song of the most wonderful time of the year, <laughs> we were just no. bantering. We were just spitballing. And, and, and you, you said it, you were like, you know, the same way that we have the Bill Murray Christmas special, it would be great if we had like a Tom Hanks Halloween special. And that next morning I sent you the deadline article showing you that Tom Hanks is doing a David S. Pumpkins Halloween Uh special. Animated, no less. Animated. So So fantastic. We need to foretell the future. We need to start doing prophecies here, or better yet, let's just start spouting things that we want to see because apparently everything that we say on the show ends up coming true. <laughs> That's right. We're like the nerd versions of that Twilight episode with the kid, <laughs> or if you have the Twilight episode, the Twilight Zone, the movie with the kid, where yes, <laughs> he just thinks things and they come to. I want yeah, let's do that. Let's do All that. Right. So um, Ghostbusters Muppet Babies. Here we go. Ghostbusters Muppet Babies. That's I would love to see more episodes of that. Yep, uh, I'd love to see Spirit Halloween do a trap next year. Yeah, a PKE meter. I mean, if they're a doing a PKE uh, meter, like uh, Rick Rick Sanchez's uh, blaster or the yes. portal gun. Yeah, they could totally do the PKE. You can meter. make a PKE meter. Um, yeah. and I would like to see. I bet Playmobil because they're doing Ghostbusters two toys. They do an Ecto one A variant. There. Okay. I think no, they're all coming true, guys. I feel pretty good, good about that's those. That's a good. Uh, that's a good test. Let's, yeah, uh, we'll let's see how that goes. We'll see. Maybe we go like four for four. Maybe we go zero for four. Uh, we'll see. Uh, and the lot of numbers for next week are. <laughs> no, hold on. Keep going. Let me just get a pen. <laughs> I got I need a pen here. Um, so anyway, so uh, we're almost at our hour. We have a lot more here on the rundown. So uh, let's do let's do some quick rapid fire stuff. Um, sure. Uh, I guess let's start with the the Ecto Cooler purse book yes. bag. I, I think it's a purse, right? It's not. It's a, it's a purse. Yeah, it's by, not like uh, a full size bag. WesternEvil.com, is that correct? Yes, WesternEvil.com slash product slash Ecto Cooler juice box. Just go to WesternEvil.com and search for the Ecto Cooler purse. Yeah, and it's not it's not as simple as they printed the art onto fabric and all that. Like they stitched a leather layer for the high C bar and the high C is, uh, embroidered into it. So it's actually, I mean, it's not just, it's not like a cheap or a no. quick thing. This is actually like a, a purse purse that, uh, yeah, some time and thought went into. Now it's, it's a little, it's a, it's, it's a little young. Let's put it that way. Like you have to, you know, you have to, well, I mean, I can't pull off a purse anyways. I'm me, but, I'm, but uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's a it. very, how do I put this? It's a very fun item. 
I mean, you, can you imagine wearing, you know, a juice box, a, an oversized juice yeah, box yeah. I mean, over I, your I, shoulder as a purse, right? This this seems like uh, if you're going to a convention, it can be a great bag to be carrying uh, along with you. Or, you know, if you're just uh, a cool nerd and you want to be walking around and you've got a, a purse that gets people talking, that's that's the way to go. So, yeah, yeah westernevil.com is where you can pick that up. Um, I didn't make a note how much it is. I, I don't think it's cheap but i don't think it's horribly it's expensive. not horribly expensive uh while i look for that do you want to talk about the pumpkin man shirt you said you picked up oh <laughs> yeah yeah the the yeti yetis yes yeti 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 uh i think they made it last year although i don't remember seeing it and they call it pumpkin hill and it was featured a couple of days ago so it's back and it what it is is Boy, this is inside baseball in terms of Ghostbusters t-shirts because if you've ever uh, – if like you search uh, pumpkin Halloween Ghostbusters dance or something on YouTube, it'll show up. And it was uh, a news broadcast in the States and and the somebody on the news team got themselves into a, uh, a black body stocking with a pumpkin face mask and then – just sort of freeformed it to to to, to Ghostbusters. <laughs> it is magnificent to watch. Oh, yeah. A and, Halloween and classic forever. Yeah, like the GIF is. I, I saw it hitting. You know, two two three weeks ago in September when everybody was getting pumped for Halloween. Yeah. Like it's widespread. Yeah. It's immortal now. It's 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 linked to Halloween forever. But some uh, graphical genius rendered it out as a T-shirt. It's him. Uh, it's him. You can't you can't mistake it as anybody else. It's him dancing in a you know kind of. A, a pumpkin Halloween landscape, and I'm like, I must have that shirt. <laughs> I must. You got it. You got to do I've it. Got Please. I hope their shipping. I hope it makes it across the border with no delay. Because even though I will enjoy it post Halloween, eh, it's a bit of a Halloween. Shirt, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, so, uh, so if you want to get it uh, while you still can, it's uh, the Yeti, which is the Yeti, which is Y E T E E. Get it. dot com. Get it. Uh, and just search for um, Pumpkin Hill on that guy. Uh, the uh, purse is fifty nine ninety nine, so that's, oh, that's a pretty good deal. It's that's and it's got decent. like a velvet interior, and you're getting you're getting a good bang for your buck there. So that's a, a good accessory for any of the the Lady Ghostbusters that have the um, the, uh, the 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 khaki work dress style oh, yeah, uniform. That's good, yeah, exactly. That's a great idea. Yeah. I mean, I, I, was mean thinking I think it looks like a good camera case, to be completely honest. Uh, you put put a thirty five millimeter camera in there, but yeah, I think with very little modding, you could you know with instead of the spaghetti strap that's you know it comes with, you could mod it to hang off your belt or something like that pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, I know a number of the uh, like uh, past guest uh, Luna Mars Luna X. Luna Mars X, Luna X. Oh, damn it! Luna I know we X. should have asked her. This is now. Ugh. Now it's it's to a point where it's been so long that it's like kind of foolish to go and ask her. Like, right. Hey, we know you really well now. What is it? I, Luna I don't know what her Mars? name is, Luna and now X I'm afraid Mars? to ask. Uh, but yeah. uh, Ms. Ms. Mars. Yes, uh, that's a good way to go. Yes, Luna, if you're nasty, um, she she has a kind of more of a pinup style jumpsuit. So. Um, it's like, styled. Uh, yeah, red bandana and red bandana. The, She's yeah, kind of fits yeah, a Rosie bit closer. Rosie the Riveter to, kind of yeah, looking exactly. thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, or uh, Evelyn, our own Ghostbusters British Columbia Evelyn Thirteen. Same thing. Like they have they have the the straight up uh, outfit. They have the the more stylized outfit, and they have. Uh, well, I know Evelyn does. I don't know about Luna, but has the 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 dress version. Um, right. The like Dickie's frankly, dress, yeah, yeah. But we've seen like Stay Puff dresses at cons now and all that. So frankly, an ect- a Slimer Ecto Cooler box, a classic Ecto Cooler box purse <laughs> for all Boy, occasions. For all occasions. <laughs> That's we're we're selling. We're writing their marketing copy here, right here, That's right now. Right I hope here, they're right listening. <laughs> um, so yeah, pick pick that up. Um, and then uh, last last item of business here to talk about, guys, the Crossrip T-shirts. Thank you so much to everybody who's been out there buying them. Yeah, uh, and, and especially finally. thank you. Yeah, I mean it's it's awesome to have them shipping and 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 getting into you guys' hands. And it's even better to be seeing you guys posting photos of them when they arrive and 
it's, it's just so cool to see people wearing them and, and, uh, wearing them with pride. So, um, st- still available, go pick those up, ghostbustershq.net slash shop. And when you receive yours, uh, definitely send us a photo. We're really loving seeing those. Um, and I know that, uh, you know, Dapper Dan, uh, that artwork, he's really proud of it and he's, he's getting a kick out of seeing everybody in those t-shirts too. So, uh, make sure to post some photos. Speaking of Mr. Dan Shoning, he, Dapper Dan, Dapper Dan Shoning, uh, he released a t-shirt of his own this past week. And, mm-hmm. uh, this is the second in a series, I believe it may be the third. I think it's the second though. Yeah, I think it's, I think you're right. Of his real, uh, for Halloween, he does these real Ghostbusters uh, themed t-shirts. So if you go to T Public and you search for Dapper Dan, uh, you will find a new real Ghostbusters t-shirt that he has drawn and designed. And it's all of the classic. It's the ghosts from the Kenner action figures line. Uh, And it's it's super cool. And at 14 bucks, it's a steal. It's half the price of the Crossrip T-shirt, which just infuriates me. Dan, you're you're just so good. I don't know how you do it. We tried to get keep our costs down, and you found a way somehow. But <laughs> um, I, I, it's because ours are double sided. I was I was stubborn, and I wanted it to be double sided, and that's, that's why. Okay. So it's good. Um, they look good. They look good. They look very cool. As do Dan's shirts. So um, if you are in need of more wardrobe, may I suggest a Crossrip shirt? And a real Ghostbusters shirt from Dan's T Public account because I think that would that would suit you well. You could wear one maybe Monday yeah. and stagger and do another one on Friday or something. Just just saying. I mean, you need you need to be clothed every day for the rest of your life. So this is true. There are not many gonna more go to days to come. Yeah. So pick pick up a couple of t shirts. You. It, and and for some of you that listen with a shirt off, just put a shirt on, guys. There's there's a few of you that just. Shirts optional, optional. Pants, no. <laughs> Not optional. Oh my God, where are my pants? Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go, 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 go stoppers. I'm sorry, we'll do it again. We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our calling line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702-GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page. Too. And Twitter accounts. Friends is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. I just wanna get back close again. What the hell are you doing? If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. Pants on. Welcome to the Crossrip Pants Optional. <laughs> and that's how we got canceled by our non-existent executives. <laughs> We're like, what guys? That oh, gross. Come on. Let's all let's all go to No Pants Island. <laughs> Anywho, welcome to the end of the show, everybody. <laughs> uh Chris, what uh what do you got? What are your, what are your final thoughts for this evening? Oh boy. I don't know. I don't. It's been a long week for both of us. It's got a very long week. I should. This one I meant to say last time, and I will say it now. uh, A a nod to Adam Nori because he's been sending us pictures of his uh, his work shirt, his casual. Oh yes. So even though my original one is, I don't know, being sported by some (laughs) car rental rental employee somewhere (laughs) in L.A. Um, and that my, I still love it, but not as much, but much as my beloved first one, which, you know, goes back to gosh, Comic-Con 2002 or something like that. Uh, uh, it's nice. He, he, his, you know, it's pretty much the exactly same, like a really good work shirt. He's got both the khaki and I believe he did like the charcoal gray Ghostbusters. Yeah, he did. He did the variant. Yeah. They look really good. I really, I got, I got a jacket coming actually. So I, the, 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 I have the one work shirt. I'll make another one. It's nice to see him do his. I know a number of people are talking about it. So it's he got the ball rolling. He was first out the gate to to follow on our call to arms about these battle jackets or or work shirts for yeah. Um, 
That's awesome. So we could, I, so I totally forgot fl- to mention yeah. him. It's been a couple of weeks now, and and he was one of the first too. We uh, like Bernie Davis yeah. and a couple other people uh, also sent us their photos. Yeah, those those work shirts are awesome. Oh, they're really great. Everybody yeah. who sent one in, I'm like more, more, make more. <laughs> more. Uh, uh, I mean, I think the work shirt plus the windbreaker from uh, Lootwear—that's <laughs> going to be a good combination. Good combination. Yeah. See, the funny part about the windbreaker is, oh, for the longest time, I've always kind of wanted a Ghostbusters version of the uh, the first responders blue windbreakers they have, like right. when the yeah, like those EMT, uh, yeah, EMT or FBI or Marshall on the back or whatever those. Um, you know when you're when you when it's blustery out, but you're not in uniform. They throw on those navy blue what would windbreakers. It say GBI on the back. I feel exactly. like it would say GBI. I actually did make one. I it didn't. It didn't. I experimented, and it was an American Apparel uh, uh, jacket, and it did not fit well. But my wife wears it from time to time. But I experimented with uh, it, the the navy blue windbreaker. And uh, you could get vinyl. The place I had it done, could, you could do vinyl cut. They were glow in the dark vinyl cut. Ooh. So, so just like the big FBI letters, it was GBI, but they glowed in the dark. <laughs> I want to, I want to do that again too. I should revisit that one. That one's yes. really good. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. This is uh, all of these alternative, uh, and and this is stuff that we'll probably see within the pages of IDW Comics at some point too. But yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I you love can steal it. that one, Dan. You're you. Can, you have my um, you, you have, have verbal my okay. permission here in in the public realm. Yeah. That's right. Um, all right. Well, uh, more more from New York Comic Con next week. Uh, sorry that we didn't have a lot of details. We were kind of scrambling to get stuff uh, together uh, here at the very last minute. But uh, it seems like a lot of really cool stuff went down. So we'll have that next week. I guess we'll also have the author of the Ectomobile Owners Workshop Manual on the show next week. I'm sorry you're stuck with that guy. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. And then, uh, as as uh, we talked about last week, I guess, Chris, you're working on a, a little bit of a, a party mix, right? That's, that's as coming we soon, speak. too. Yeah, so... And that's uh, not true. We are speaking, and I am not actually well, I mean, working you on it. Not, well, not at the but exact same time. But broadly, right around now, yes, I'm working on it. That would be very impressive multitasking, if you could be mixing something while we're talking at the same time. I barely but, have the processing power to talk I'd, on a same phone here. right now. So, same here, no. which is why we are going to sign off, everybody. But until next week, we'll see you on the other side. Who you gonna call? We Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional CrossRip. Visit us at ProtonCharging.com, GhostbustersHQ.net, and StillPlayingWithToys.net. You could be one of my two favorite shows. You're kidding me. Oh, great. What was the other one? Bassmasters. It's a fishing show. Everything you're doing is bad. You truly scare me. I want you to love it. Next week, though, Careless Pets. Weird. Push it real good. Push it. 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 Push it.